From the words of Whistle Stop Express, we love our community and appreciate all of our wonderful customers. So check out Whistle Stop Express in Sand Gap, Kentucky. Their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. They have gas, diesel, propane tanks, and propane tank exchanges, automotive products, hydraulic fluid, a line of livestock feed, and pride dog food. They also have tobacco products. If you need a Notary Republic, they have them there at the Whistle Stop. They have a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu served all day. They carry postage stamps and a lot more. So if you're needing anything from the Whistle Stop Express, please give them a call at 965-7613. Again, that's Whistle Stop Express, beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky. Give them a call at 965-7613. world back again back again back again what's up they feel not much buddy just uh i feel a little better i guess i could say you know (laughs) my sugar my sugar's not uh it's not been the best here lately but uh, i'm feeling a little bit better Uh, you know sometimes diabetes does you that way i try i mean i you know of course i'm not perfect but i try not to ingest tons of carbs and sugar right uh and uh that's uh, very vitally important for me but uh, when your sugar is 306 and you cannot get it to come down and you're taking 90 units of insulin i don't know nothing about it is that a lot uh, uh, yeah i'm supposed to take 10 to 15 units before every meal so i uh, the other night at work no matter the meal no matter what well that's that's what you want to you know eat yeah healthy Healthy. you know i try to keep my carb intake per meal uh below 30 okay like uh, you can look on the back of like that this water bottle for instance it says total carbs zero grams okay i try to keep my carbs below 30 and a lot of times below 20 it's it's almost impossible for the whole day no for per meal okay yeah that's that's not a lot no and then like uh uh, i try to keep my carbs below 30 and my sugar is zero okay that per meal yeah now like uh like uh, like at lunch i eat sugar-free jello mm-hmm. and it is delicious yeah I, my wife gets it at walmart it is it tastes better than regular jello really yes and it's not the kind in the box that you mix up and do all this it's already cupped for you it's oh, way yeah. cheaper i got to looking and doing a little math and put yeah. my shoes off right there in walmart started counting yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and uh people walk by what's that smell but <laughs> but it was it's it's like uh 10 times cheaper to buy the little cups that's already you know like the little pudding pop cups yeah, or whatever yeah, well, yeah. They, you can buy a big box yeah of, uh, I think fruit. we've bought them for. They the had a, they got them. At, they got them at Save a lot. There's oh, only really? one layer though. Okay. And, but I buy the two layers at Walmart. You know, shop I try local. to I try to shop local, but they don't have the two layers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, Add another uh, layer, folks. <laughs> yeah. If you put another layer on there, then you'll be like an onion. <laughs> Layers. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, my sister. She said, You got a letter from Onion College. 
Yeah. I said, it's Union Kill. I know. So I'd tell everybody I went to Union Onion College, yeah. we've got layers. That's what I'd say. Yeah. But yeah, diabetes sucks, man. I try. I try. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's just no it matter what you do. It would be hard to deal with. Sometimes it, 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 it's no matter what you do, you just have to fight. That's rough. Speaking of fighting. I got a question to ask you. Okay. What kind of what kind of clothes you got in your closet? Me personally? Yeah. Honest to God? Yeah. Uh honest to God. I own two pair of blue jeans. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh I've got four pair of them old blue work pants. Uh-huh. And as far as pants, that's yeah. it. I yeah. might have a pair of tan pants somewhere. Yeah. But uh and I probably got and this is because of Albert Fox and people that give me their old shirts. Yeah. Their long sleeves. I call them church shirts. Yeah. yeah. So I've probably got, uh, let's see, two pair of blue jeans that I wear. Yeah. And probably about seven church shirts. Mm-hmm. And I've probably got about 10 T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the underwear thief is. <laughs> we talked about Yeah. I don't know who it is, if it's the washing machine, if it's my children, whatever. Yeah. I don't understand it. I'm built so weird. <laughs> I, I, I can wear Landon's underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I swear I think he gets my underwear. <laughs> he may do it. You know, I don't know. He may but do uh, it. like right now, I think I've got three or four pair of underwear. Yeah. Now, to my name. I like having a lot of underwear. Uh, well, I did like having a lot of underwear. <laughs> but for some reason, they, you know, got gone. Yeah. I probably got, well, I'm just going to say five. Pair. Yeah. And my wife does laundry constantly. Uh-huh. And I don't under my mom done laundry two times a week. Oh, yeah. And there was five of us, including her, living at, at the house. Yeah. And she done laundry twice a week. Tamara does laundry every day. Every Patsy does too. Buddy. Every day. Yeah. And I'm like, where does this freaking clothes come from? Uh-huh. And then I realized that my children, and I never did do this, my my oldest boy run outside. And get a little speck of dirt on his clothes and come in there and take all of it off. Yeah, yeah. He'll take all of his clothes off. Now, you have to about beat him to take a bath because he's at that age. Uh-huh. You know, you better have to talk to him like a dog to get him to take a shower because he's at that age. Uh, but uh, uh, he'll come in and take all of his clothes off and put uh, sleeping clothes on like a... Uh, he, he likes the whole outfit, mm-hmm. the button-up, you know, the yeah, yeah. pajamas with the pants. Yeah. And then get the bright idea to go outside. Uh-huh. And then he'll go out. He'll take all that off and throw in the dirty clothes. Right. And then put clean clothes on mm-hmm. and then go out there. Yeah. Did, <laughs> this is just, I got a question for you. Did your mom wash your coats all the time when you were growing up? Like your winter coats that you wore? Like a lot? Yeah. No. Like... They would put their coats in the wintertime, and they still do this. A full-fledged jacket, zip-up, hood, whole nine. Yeah. Big bubble coats. Uh-huh. She would wash those coats three to four times a week. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't remember my mom maybe washing my coat twice in the wintertime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe three times, right, depending right. on what I've got into. Yeah, you yeah. know. But you're you're washing their coats three and four times a week, you know. And then, like I was saying, landing a he'll change clothes seven times. My mom went on the war path one time mm-hmm. because my sister would take three showers a day, and oh, she yeah. would use three towels. Oh yeah, three to four lot. towels every time she oh, took a, a shower. 
So mom went off, you know, and I can, when I was living by myself, I had three towels. Well, you know, like with jeans and stuff, you're not supposed to wash jeans much. No, I'm and not, I don't. As, not as much as, you know, like a shirt yeah. or underwear. Yeah. You know, but, socks. Uh, all I've got my closet. My closet's really cheap clothes. I mean, yeah. I buy all my stuff from Walmart, and I get Patsy to make most of my shirts. Yeah, we. Uh, I actually bought a suit the other day. I saw you and, and, uh, that wedding. Oh that wedding picture, boy, yeah. you looking sharp. That's what everybody said. But I was so uncomfortable. I hate them. I can't. And, stand and I've been told this by somebody that's got a little money. Mm. They said if you ever get the money, yeah, get a tailored. Suit. I've heard that too. Yeah. Uh, they said to get your pants tailored and your coat tailored, mm-hmm. and said uh, have at least a, a black pair of pants, a brown pair of plant pants, and then a, a tan, like a lighter colored tan or gray. Yeah. That's what it was: black, tan, brown, and gray mm-hmm. pants. Get them tailored yeah. to fit I've you, and then get two coats. Get a Black coat, yeah, and a blue coat, mm-hmm. and then blue is supposed to be like a power color. Yeah, or something. And, and and this is what I was told, and, and that's that's five articles of clothing, three <clears> pairs <throat> of pants, and and two coats, yeah. or no six, three yeah. coats, three pants, uh-huh. and you can switch that in and out, intermingle all those colors, make more out of them. And yeah, and, and and said you could literally wear something different for thirty days, well, and and just idea. have have like a, but it's a suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like but, like, well, I mean, there's a lot of political people that wear them all the time. Teachers and stuff do too. Yeah, if you yeah. remember when we, when we were in school, yeah. almost every teacher wore suits. They did. Yeah, and, real professional. Yeah, back then. But uh, th- th- I mean, I was told that. But I've got the only suit I've got to my name is what I was married well, in. I took that in back. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah, we bought it. I wore it to the to the wedding and took it back. I've, it's I've still a lot got of money. Yeah, I've I've still got mine. And I thought if I ever get an extra dollar or something, I'll go get it. Well, fit, I bought that tailored. suit for the wedding, and it was a really nice suit. I didn't like the color. I don't like tan or brown or whatever. But uh. That was the colors of the wedding, so that's what I got. And I wore it, and I told Patsy, I was like, I'm taking this back. So we got to the wedding, and I put it on, and I walked out, and she said, you ain't taking that back. (laughs) Or or she said, I think I want some milk. What was it? Was it your podcast or two ago that you said that? She said she wanted a glass or a bowl of cereal or something. Yeah. 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 But no, uh, uh, that's all. I I hadn't wore a suit in 20, well. Probably my last wedding. So you're, pro- you're <laughs> the last and out of the nine. But uh, so you uh, uh, you had mentioned clothes or whatever. So you're like me. You don't have a lot of. I don't spend money a lot of money either. on clothes. No, you know. But the point of why I asked you that is, you know, fashion with people anymore is went to their heads. I, I feel like they people base their fashion sense off of the off the latest popular TV show. That aggravates the far out of me that people will dress like their favorite TV show ho, uh, star or something right, like that. Right. Yellowstone is the worst thing that ever happened to, to America. <laughs> I've never watched the first episode. I tried to watch it. We, it wasn't nothing but vulgar yep, and, and, I, that, and we watched about, women. Yep, we, watched about, we watched about maybe five minutes of the very first ever episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it was MFGD, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and me and my yeah. wife just looked at each other and said, we're not watching no, it. No, I ain't watching it. Uh, uh, no, I, did, I quit watching it because of that and because 
you see uh, Kevin Costner running around everywhere you go yeah. because everybody dresses like him, and they will. Oh, I'm. I, they live in these big cities, and they they want to walk around like they're a cattle rancher or something. <laughs> you know, wearing Ariat boots. Ariat boots are terrorists, and I'm gonna tell you why right now because they Ariat boots are terrorists, and they have taken a stranglehold on America's youth because they think that if you wear our boots, we're, you you might as well be riding a horse. Yeah, because you're a cowboy. Well, you may live in the city, but by gosh, you're a cowboy. Now Wear my, our boots, and you'll my, be a cowboy. My twelve-year-old had to have a pair of boots, so we got on Amazon and got him a pair that looked like—I don't think they were Ariats, but they looked like. Yeah. Now they make nice boots. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I don't. I, I don't I'm not going to pay three hundred dollars for a pair of boots, right? And not for a twelve-year-old that's feet's going to grow another no, two, three inches. No, I don't. And that—that's something like as far as fashion. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna hate on my wife a little bit. So those that are listening, let her know. Uh, she likes skinny jeans, Danny. I don't. On you? I just I guess on man on men okay. because the all the boys not pants, all the boys pants. They're not really skinny mm-hmm. jeans, but they're like I don't know what are they called. They're not boot cut or whatever, but they're tapered. That's tapered, what it is. They slim down. Yeah, they slim the down toward the ankle. And uh, I can't wear them. I, well, that those the two pair of pants that I've got are like that. Yeah, and I hate the. Well, you know, men have a different anatomy than women. No, and I don't see how if you are. Huh. Go ahead, go ahead. If you are working with anything in that general area, yeah. I don't see how you wear them because they're tight. I ain't working with much, but I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them. I'm just saying. I, I ain't just, trying I, to be vulgar, no, but I'm I understand. just telling the truth. I understand. They are tight in the nether yeah. areas. I don't and like I don't them. see how you do it because I mean you sit down and you're you you've you you've got to have some room. You got to have some breathing yeah. room. Yeah. there ain't none in them. Yeah, I can't wear them. Well, I've I, got I, really big legs. But see, too. I don't. I've got my toothpicks. legs are huge. I've got toothpicks, and I'm built like SpongeBob. What, what size pants you wear in the waist? 36. 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're proportioned right. See, I'm not. I wear like a 34. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wear like a normal skinny guy's pair of pants. <laughs> I wear 34, 34, 36, 34s. Yeah. And then you, you've got my wife that, well, I like them on you. And I'm like, hey, God, of course you're going to do what they say. Yeah, yeah. Like you with the go, I want a bowl of cereal. You'll go, I mean, if you'd had to kill somebody by getting milk, you'd have done it. Got to go buy, she, bought a cow and milked it. Right. But that's, that's just the way we are as men. And women don't understand that at all. Yeah. You know that we that everything we do is to please them. Yeah. But uh, uh, I don't like skinny leg jeans. Okay. I don't like tapered pants. No. I like a pair of pants that if I'm walking and uh, the pant leg is not over the tongue of my tennis Can't shoes, handle it. that if it's not over the tongue of it, then all I got to do is just wiggle my leg a little bit yeah. and it'll go over. You can't, can't handle- do that with these. Yeah. I can't handle a, the pants being behind the tongue of my yeah, shoe anyway. Me neither. I, but, oh, but, it makes me want to rip them off. Yeah, but but you can't do that with these pants. No, you can't. And it kills me. I mean, I have to physically, and I'm six foot, almost six foot five, Danny, like a two centimeters from being six five, yeah. and ugly. <laughs> 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 but and 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 here I'm. I'm this is a hating on my wife episode for me, but. She is five foot nothing, yeah. five two maybe, uh-huh. I'm, and everything at the house that is in, is an inconvenience for me. <laughs> everything, <laughs> honey, where's the salt? 
Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah I have to bend down. <laughs> and we've got two lazy Susans in her yeah, kitchen. Yeah. Why <laughs> do you not put your seasonings on the top? Because you cook with them. <laughs> yeah. But she puts them on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And why not put some canned food up on a higher thing? <laughs> yeah. Why are they on the bottom of the, <laughs> you the know? Bottom. Yeah, everything's on the bottom. So, <laughs> I mean, and I'm being over a grunting and a farting, and my knee, I, I'm going to have to get my knee looked at. Yeah, it's, you better. I remember it, you telling me about it is, it's It's starting to hurt a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm 42. I'm looking at having something done with my shoulder. My shoulder is killing listen, me right now. Listen, listen if it'll do it. Let's see. Both of them, I must have crunched them a minute ago. Yeah. When I'm at work, I can be sitting in one position for a while, driving that forklift around. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, just go and hit a... Oh, God, I'm the same way. I mean, it's like, it sounds like I got gravel on my shoulder. Listen shoulders. this. I wonder if I can get that up here to where folks can hear it. This is my right knee. Yeah, that's pretty rare. That. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's that's gone. the way my shoulders are. It's, my it's neck. gone and it hurts all yeah. the time. And when I when I'm driving, it kills me. Yeah. Driving a vehicle or that forklift, that I mean hit they make them the forklift that I'm in is for a normal human being. Oh, totally. Five foot really eight, cramped. five nine. Yeah. And I'm as big as a barn, built built like a wedge. Yeah. And it, my knees kill me. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I mean and, my clothes is uncomfortable because I don't like skinny jeans, and they're not skinny jeans, skinny but that's jeans. what it looks like. You talked about fashion. You talked about clothes. We were somewhere. Mm. We mentioned something on a podcast that you wanted to thank the guy that made leggings. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like hard. them on my wife, <laughs> but I don't want. I, I'm. I'm. It's not that I'm choir. And when I say choir, that means weird. Yeah. I went to a black church one time. Brian Gabbert got up and preached, and he said, "I'm choir about stuff." And he's like, <gasps> <laughs> and then Brian, get him off get, the stage. <laughs> yeah. And then Brian goes, "You know, funny about stuff." That didn't, yeah, didn't help it none at all. And so I, I lost it. But we was in Frankfurt. We went to this black church, and he preached, and he's like, "I'm choir about it." I'm a little funny. And I was like, "Oh my god!" But anyway, Just keep uh, digging that hole, yeah, digging that hole, brother. But uh, and he told him he's getting in their drawers that night too. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to God he listens to this. He'll start real die laughing. But <laughs> he was talking about their transfer drawers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. Oh gosh, fun times. But that was a hundred year ago. <clears throat> but uh, uh, it just it, I don't know, it just aggravates me that people can't think for themselves when it comes to even dressing right, themselves. They gotta right. get, you know. It's just really it gets on my nerves so bad. You, I don't understand why some of these things irks me the way that now, it does. Danny, hold on does. now, now hold on. When we were in school, when we but they was cool. <laughs> I know where you're going. No. Jam I, pants yeah. and all that. that no, wait a minute. I remember specifically That's, third, fourth, and fifth grade. Uh-oh. 
We had to have either Reebok pumps, LA gear pumps. And then, uh, and, and there was another real. I had the Reeboks. I did too. I had a pair of black ones with the orange basketball. Mine my, was white, black, and green. Yes, I remember them. Yeah. I swear I do. I remember your shoes. Yeah. And the reason I do is because, uh, see, uh, there we done this thing. I don't know if you remember doing this, but we would partner up with one of our buddies. Yeah. And Josh Josh Gray had a pair of LA gear pumps and they uh-huh. were black and orange. Yeah. Jared Gilbert had a pair of LA gear pumps and uh-huh. they were white and red. Okay. White with little red on yep. it or whatever. Yep. And I took <clears> my <throat> left shoe and traded with Jared's oh, left yeah. shoe. And you took yes. your one with Josh. That was never, the coolest thing yep. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. I remember now that. You that. Mentioned it. Yeah. I'd have never remember that unless you oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. I remember That's we were crazy. We were in the library when we came up with the big idea. But then, again, though, baby, <laughs> this was an elementary school. <laughs> That's to be expected from children. These are grown men <laughs> out here. That, well, what's a I show? Work, what's I a work, show? I work with a boy. He drives a. Uh, it's orange and black. Oh God! It is. It is a. Uh, um, I want to say Nissan car. Yeah. But he wears a cowboy hat, tight he's, pants. He's been drinking it. Ariat boots. Jesus help him. And he's got. I mean, you could twist his mustache. Oh no! And it's real long. You know, comes over his mouth. But mm. when he when he when he gets out of the shower and fixes his hair and puts his cowboy hat on, he'll. Yeah, it up. yeah, like the Doc This Holiday. is grown men that I'm talking about, though. Teenage to grown men. This boy's in know, his thirties. They, they 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 go out here and they watch a show like Yellowstone. And they see Kevin Acosta with his cowboy boots and his vest, and they're like, "God, money! I want to be a cattle rancher. I'm going to go out and spend seven hundred dollars on an outfit." I live in Jackson Valley. I go. Yeah, I live at Jackson Valley, but I'm a cattle rancher. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I live. A, I'm a sharecropper, boys. Yeah. I'm I'm growing and all this, all this corn and stuff like that. I gotta have the best of <laughs> yeah. everything. Iron skillets and yeah. beans and we didn't have no running water. Nothing out there, son. I could I tell you what, I could put up a three real barbed wire fence with two hands. <laughs> uh, I seen it on TV. Them jealous I husbands. Then I, I seen it. it on TV. Them jealous husbands will come right through the window and shoot a man. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be random like that, but but like you know, we go out and we don't shop local, and we go to, we go to places like Richmond and London. Yeah. Now that we're on you this, can't end, go nowhere without seeing a cattle rancher. Uh, not that only, but half naked little children running. Oh around my god! And their parents not dressed any better. Yeah. Yeah. There's been several times that I know the mom and dads heard me. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, one of their little uh, 10, 11 year old girls looking like a slut. Well, and walk right by, and I, I look, and I look, and that. I look dead in my wife's eyes, and I say, <laughs> "Go ahead, loud enough to where these people could hear it." If McKenna or Kelsey, if I ever see them in something like that, I'll beat the living piss out of them. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you a bit. You know, uh, prom just happened here or something. Oh, my God. Jackson don't get County. me started on that junk. And, uh, Boobies hanging out. It, That's why I you get married. Ashamed. <laughs> I would be ashamed if I was some of these parents and let my young and go out looking the way some of these Not girls did. Not only that, but you're talking about 
seventh and eighth grade children going to the high school prom yeah. now. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, and then and they uh, do it for stature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it just because it's the cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Not because they they have no idea of morality, morals, or anything like there that. There is no such thing. No, no. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, it was probably 2005 or 2006. I was at Tyner Elementary School at a high school. Yeah. Listen, no, it was probably early, probably 2003, 2002 or 2003. So that would make me around 22, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I was at Tyner Elementary at a Jackson County yeah. High School baseball game because that's where they used to have the baseball games. It was at Tyner, the high schoolers. Yeah. And I'm sitting there talking to somebody, and, I, and I'm like, man, I'm dried out. This was before diabetes, yeah. and Dr. Pepper was my drink of choice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was a big Dr. Pepper fan. Either that or those Lipton sweet teas. The Lipton, uh, yeah. that's brisk, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember I was thinking to myself, I was talk, standing there talking to somebody, and I was like, man, I'm dried out. And I turned around and looked at the concession stand. I was behind home plate, and the concession stand was like over 100 yards away. Yeah. Uh, I've got eyes like a hawk. Mm-hmm. So I look and I see son, the hottest little woman, tan. Yeah. I mean, she was every she was every lustful desire that I felt like I had at twenty two mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. I turn around and look and I was like, dang! In my mind, she had on shorty shorts, had a a, a, a shirt that just went below her boobs, yeah, and had a big tattoo that run up the side of her <clears throat> on her side that that was real big. I mean, yeah. shorty shorts, flip flops, and her brown is a biscuit. And I thought, mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going over here, yeah, because I'm thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> so I walk over there, and she's standing, and one of them is Randy and Lonzo Moore's boy, Lucas. He's yeah. grown, and he's grown, and Married, now he may have a youngin now. Works yeah. for he uh, does black topping. Yeah, yeah. And he probably I don't know what grade he was in. Maybe fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. Fifth, sixth grade. And I seen him and his little his first cousin and a bunch of little boys standing kind of close to this girl. And I thought, well, that's their babysitter. Yeah. Or she's watching over them. There's mm-hmm. about three or four of them little boys. And Lucas, not, he's known me since he's, you know, knee high to a grasshopper. And he said, hi, Beefy, what are you doing? Beefy! You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, not much, little buddy. What are you doing? And uh, he was like, nothing much, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I got me something to drink. And I said, is that your babysitter? And he said, no, she's in our grade. Oh, And you yeah. talk about sick. Man. I'm telling I you I left. What. I felt like... The worst human being on the planet Earth. Well, like literally, it wasn't the fact that I was being all lustful over the the woman. I thought about I had to repent over that anyway. Yeah. But I went to my little blue S ten and got it. I'll never forget it. Got in it and pulled out of that parking lot and started bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Felt like I was the worst human being. The girl couldn't have been no more than twelve or thirteen, Danny. Yeah. I don't know what grade them youngins was in, but that's what Lucas said. I said, is that your babysitter? And he's like, no, she's in my class. Yeah. That's, and I that's was like, hard, hard pill to swallow right I, there. But you know what? Uh, the young girls in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they dress like a full-blown woman. Yeah. And they, they are allowed out of their house that way. That, that, Me and Patsy was at Subway a while back. Eat fresh. Not quite, McKee, surely. Well, this was after the new people got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, we was Patsy was inside uh, ordering He's starving today. That's what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Patsy was inside ordering, and there was a mother and a daughter walked out. And I swear to God, Beefy, uh, try to say this without being completely vulgar, but you could see everything she this young girl had through her pants. Not, I mean. There ain't no way to say it. She couldn't have had any kind of underwear on. Yeah. Because you could see everything. everything. Walking around with her mother. And I thought to myself, somebody ought to get out and slap that woman right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. For letting her young daughter out. Because let me tell you something, folks. Jackson County is a great place to live. And there's it's a safe place to live. But there's... There's there's a perverts and out pedophiles. here this, and pedophiles oh, yeah. in this county, yeah. and when they see something like that, a sick minded person, that's all they need. Yeah, you know. So and, uh, impure thoughts uh, from these people is going to happen. Looking <clears> at your daughter, this prom, you know, I, I'm all for prom, celebrating graduation and stuff like that, but dress appropriately. And I did see a lot of young girls that was dressed you know modest and covered up and stuff like that but when you've got these little teenage girls wearing dresses with slits up to their hip and cut v cuts down to their belly button yeah. going out in public like that yeah. not only that parents are but the only check, thing be checked but the only thing that is that the literally the only thing that the top part of their dress is covering is their boobs that's it that's it that's you can it. see you can see everything else except for their boobs yeah. no back on it i mean i don't even know how they how they design these things to to fit somebody i don't either i I just can't i can't i'm not 15 no more yeah you know i'm a grown man i don't i don't i don't need i don't need to have that trouble and issue in my life Mm -mm. because a man a a man's gonna look right off the bat he can't help it and 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 you're left you're left with your thoughts and if you don't if you can't if you can't check yourself before you wiggity 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 wreck, wreck, wreck yourself, <laughs> and that's the truth. But I, I mean, I've got I've I've often thought about pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I was molested. This dude yeah. was a pedophile. He molested a whole other family. And I remember when I uh, when we done that when we done that uh, episode, Danny, the uh, there was a, a very close personal, just like a sister, uh, had messaged me, and she said, "Oh, you know about Pee Wee too." Oh, and I was God. like, "Yeah, that's crazy." And and this girl's a little bit older than me, uh, uh, probably four or five years older than me. Yeah, and I don't know what I would do. I don't remember what he looks like. I just remember he kind of had black fuzzy hair and he smelled like onions, like mm-hmm. nasty armpits. Yeah. But I don't know what I'd do if I saw this man. I really don't. Well, you'd be justified. I, I really did. don't know what I would do. I really don't. And like I said, well, who would? I, I mean, you know, I don't know what I would do. And it's so weird because God, I've, I've often, you know, there's been a lot of bad things happen in my family and in my life. Mm-hmm. Like uh, this guy that shot my sister. He drove by. She never bothered nobody. He just shot. He shot twice. Yeah. The deer slug hit my sister right on top of the shoulder. It was the way she was laying. It was like a, a little more than an inch or two. It would have hit her right directly in the head, and it would have killed her instantly. Yeah. But the way she was laying in, in her bed, it went through the top of her shoulder and came out went back in. 
uh, she was crippled because of it. Big deer slug now. Yeah, yeah. At about mm, 40 to 60 yards. God almighty. You know, so it went <clears> through <throat> the sidewall of a little rinky-dink 60s model trailer mm-hmm. and at an angle and hit her. Bounced, I'm sorry. Bounced around. Yeah, and hit her and just destroyed her, you know. Luckily, she even lived. Yeah. But uh, I remember that uh, we found out who did it within hours. Uh-huh. You know, we knew who done it. And uh, or we didn't say nothing to our oldest brother because he would have just went and killed that guy. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. My my brother Michael was – he he had that attitude when I ain't got nothing to live for anyway. I don't care. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, um, he would have just killed that guy. And I often thought, like, what – you know, especially after I got saved, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll beat that guy to death if I ever see him. Yeah. You know, I won't even hesitate. Yeah. You know, I'll just – go to swinging and not stop until either he's dead or somebody pulls me off of him. Yeah. And I was working for Brian Murray. You know Brian Murray, the camper home front. I love <laughs> yeah. Brian. Listen, yeah. love him to death. Yeah. I aggravate the life out of him. Because <laughs> uh, he's the only man I know that talks like that all the time. <laughs> you know, most of these radio personalities yeah, yeah. are like, hey, man, what's going on? Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But Brian talks like that all the time. You walk in the store, hey, Brian, hello there, beefy. How are you? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But I was working for him over there at Town & Country. That's a plug for town and country. They got the best. <laughs> they got the best Hunts Brother pizzas around. Anyway, yeah, good wings too. Yeah, they, the wings are the bomb. Yep. But uh, I was working for Brian. I was probably twenty two, maybe twenty two, and that boy walked in, and I I seen him, and all of a sudden, the Lord showed up. Oh yeah. He walked right up to me, paid for his gas. And I said, "How you doing, Jamie?" I said, "You doing all right, buddy." And Brian already knew, and uh, like everything, because I'm open book. I always have been, Danny. Yeah, always have I been. And uh, I treated that guy the best ever was. And when he walked out of there, I was like, "You stupid idiot! Yeah, why did you do that?" Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, like, I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking that go out there right now. Yeah. But I just had this big smile and felt so much love. <laughs> and God, I was like, man, what that's is amazing. You? I was like, what? And as soon as I did that, Brian come out from behind the thing. And he said, uh, son, I commend you. Yeah. He said, how? And I said, it has to be God. Yeah, it had to be. And I've seen that boy a thousand times, and it's the same thing every time. Really? Every time. Mm, I'd say and, the Lord makes a visit down here to stand beside you while you do it. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I'm saying is is like like you have these thoughts of what you would do in a situation, mm-hmm. but and and you're like you said justified. It's yeah. just I mean you know it it really ain't, but it is to you. You mainly it is. Yeah, I mean you know, uh, but you do not know what that situation. And then I, like I thought about. And I know this is so weird and has nothing to do with fashion and clothes and stuff, but I oft, I thought about this a long time ago, that people like the Pee Wee Collins guy. <clears throat> he may still be alive. He may still be in this county. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't know him if he walked in this room because I don't remember what he looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's God. It has to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I wonder... 
I was thinking, well, probably more than likely he got done really bad when he was a kid too. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. they say nine out of ten people that are like that, yeah, they do that that they've been done really really bad or whatever. And then I'm thinking, well, that well, let's just say that that's not the case. And I don't I, like I. It's so weird and so hard to say, but I try to put myself in everybody's position. Yeah. I try to think of it, well, you know, what if this was, you know, going on in my life or what? What if I would have turned out to be like that statistically? Yeah, yeah. That if I'd have been some kind of pedophile because of that happening to me, because nine out of ten of them do it. Yeah. You know? And uh, so uh, what what if, you know, what if I ended up being like that? Uh, what if somebody has never been done like that, but then they just wake up? I, I think of a, a, a case of a guy that, uh, and you, I, I used to watch this uh, Chris Hansen or whatever. Dateline NBC. Date, yeah, yeah, where he would bust all these pedophiles, bet, all these pedophiles or whatever, and mm-hmm. get them put in jail or whatever. Technically, I, I learned later that they didn't even put them in jail. Yeah. A lot of that was staged and yeah. this, that, and the yeah. other. I didn't know that. Unfortunately. But, <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I often thought about some of those cases, and I'm thinking about them people just didn't wake up one day and decide to get on the Internet and talk to an 11-year-old girl Mm -mm. or however old that they're portraying them little girls to be. It's a process, I think, just personally. It is. And I think that it may come back to a 30-year-old man seeing a 10-year-old girl that's dressed like she's 44 and working the corner you know, down there at the at the truck stop, you know, or or the fact that uh, that I could have ran with my thoughts that day, being 22 years old, and seen a 12, 13 year old little girl with shorty shorts on and a tattoo up her side, yeah, looking like she was at least my age. That's I believe that's exactly what it is because if you this day and age, beefy, you've got little girls going around here dressing that way. That for whatever reason in God's world likes the attention yeah. from that old man, and but but the, and not only that, but they don't realize what comes with that. No, no idea because they're a baby. Yeah, exactly. That's the key thing. They're a child. They're a child. They don't know any better. You know, all they are seeing, all they know is that God, I must be hot. I'm yep. getting the attention of all these older guys. Yeah, he's 29 and I'm 14. Yeah. They make I, it cool. You, Today's I, society makes it cool. I remember. Um, and it even happened in our childhood uh, in cases like that. You had mentioned a girl's name here a while, a long time ago. That had, uh, I remember I was at Rocky Heights. She yeah. was 12. We were in fifth grade. She was 11 or 12. Yeah. And she was having sex, this girl was, with a guy that was the same age as my oldest brother because yeah. they were friends. He drove yeah. a gray Toyota truck, and he ended up getting killed mm-hmm. in a car wreck. On uh, I think it may have been two ninety. Oh yeah. And I remember hearing the the specifics of that car wreck. Car wreck that he was impaled through his hind end, and it came out. Wow. He, and he it didn't kill him instantly. He hung there yeah. like that. He was impaled. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the way that yeah. I was it was described to me. <clears throat> but I often think about people like in those situations that I don't think that they just woke up one day and decided to do that. No, they don't. I, I, it was they they were molded. Yeah, I think it's a process. And when like you know, you've everybody's heard this their whole life. If you give the devil an inch, mm-hmm. he'll become the ruler. Yeah, and not just a ruler, but an actual ruler. 
like yeah. the ruler of your life. Yeah. He'll rule your life. Well, if you, if you are, it's kind of hard to explain, but if you are an older older guy and you go out here and you get away with looking looking at these young <clears throat> children and you keep getting getting away with it, you're going to go to the next step, I feel like. Now, yeah. listen, you may my, have one sitting in your lap or something. Yeah, in yeah. my line of work, I, I deal with this trash a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of pedophiles in prison. And you... you we call find, them chomos. Yeah, that's what we call them, yeah. chomos, yeah. child molesters. But you find out certain things about these people and you read the stories and stuff like that, and a lot of them's online. You know, you can look at them. That's where I find most of them. But uh, they, it's it's scenarios like what I'm talking about. You know, they started off slow, uh, you know, and once you get in that pattern, that opens up a, a window for the devil to oh, just move yeah. in and take over your life and destroy you. <clears throat> well, that that's uh, I'm really gonna like flip the script right here and talk about something that has nothing to do with fashion and clothes and children wearing their skimpy little outfits or whatever. But you can take that. I know people personally um, that are addicted to pornography. Yeah, and it and and they and it got to a point to where it was just regular. I don't know if you call porn regular, just regular porno. And then it got to the point to where they had to watch things like um, uh, women or men with animals. Yeah, before it progresses. They, before they were uh, aroused by what they were watching. Yeah, and just the the grossest, sickest, most you know horrible thing. Uh, Kirk Franklin. Everybody's heard of Kirk Franklin. Yeah, have you ever heard of Kirk Franklin? I think I have. Remember that song, Stomp, Put Your Hands Together. Makes me close my hands. Make me I don't warm. know if I you, have. It was a big song in the Maybe 90s. They, they, he was, he's a gospel singer. He got he got a, he got a lot of attention here a few years back for cussing his son out of pieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gospel, everybody. <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, he, he was on this show, him and his wife, and he opened up about how he how he was addicted to pornography and how he, he, he had to watch it before he could be aroused enough to have sex oh, okay. with his wife. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah. And, and, I, and, and I think about that. It didn't just start like that. Yeah. It's a process. It starts somewhere. And, 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 I, and I'm, the reason I'm going to tie, as Danny would say, I'm going to tie it back in. I'm going to tie it back in. Is children... Children, I say children when I mean adults. Yeah. Please don't let your child wear this skimpy, nasty stuff. Yeah. You know, keep them mm-hmm. modest. You can, I mean, you know, kids are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, my little, I think, and and of course I'm biased, but I don't think there's nobody that's got two little girls as pretty as mine. Right. And 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 you, we can dress them into a way. To where they're just beautiful, they're cute, and even my wife, I think she's the most beautiful woman that I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to tell her how to dress, like you said. She you, knows, like you, 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 like you said that you commend the guy that made leggings. I do too on my wife. On my but wife. When, but when we leave the house and she's got them on, she wears a shirt that comes down to about her knees. She's modest. Right. She has morals. She's right. got dignity. Right. And I mean, you can teach that your children that, and you they can. don't. Have to you know MTV shouldn't be teaching her children and Yellowstone for crying out loud. I'm telling you what nowadays it's not about being modest or having dignity or morals. It's about 
how many likes I can get on yeah. Facebook over thumbs my up. dress. Give me how thumbs many up. likes or shares can I get on Instagram for my dress? I'm not popular unless I get so many friends on Facebook. I know that's married, what it's about. Married women that thrive on that. Young, yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, young, just young, little, little. There, there's, there'll always be little youngins and babies in my eyes. Yeah, and, but uh, like. I just looking at them, and I'm thinking, why do you do this? Why do you take these selfies? Yeah, and and you know, yeah. and you'll leave it on there for two or three days, and if it ain't got enough likes, you'll take it off. That's the whole. Uh, that's the world we live in now. Well, women now, little girls, I should say. Well, women too, but they, if they don't, if women and little girls don't get the attention they want, it drives them insane. Oh yeah. It drives them they'll, they'll keep on. They'll keep on positioning that ca- uh, that camera on the phone. Yeah, and just keep the on, right angle. Yeah, I, and and the fa- the 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 funny thing about it is the funny thing a thing about the it. Funny thing about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is you're seeing le- 10, 11, 12, 13 year old little kids mm-hmm. doing that. I'm telling you right now, folks, listen to this. If you got a young girl and she's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever these social media websites and she's putting pictures up there with her lips puckered up like she's kissing somebody. Yeah. There's somebody out there is going to see that and they're going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. Whether they act on it or not, they're having impure thoughts about your little girl. Yep. Bottom line. Guarantee it. Bottom line. Some 50-year-old, sweaty, Mm. 400-pound guy that hasn't left Joe Biden's basement in three months. Is sitting there foaming over uh, his mouth is watering over yeah. your baby, and it's even worse when you let him out of the house yeah. wearing little to nothing. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yep, really I agree. Should. I agree hundred percent, man. Oh, and, no. and your boys and the parents of these boys. Oh God, I can't uh, stand it. It's I, just I, about as bad. Yeah, it really is. You know, uh, children are supposed to be children. They ain't supposed yeah, to be out your doing the things that that uh 40 year old single man you know going bar hopping or whatever is yeah. doing and you, but you mentioned skinny jeans there a while back that is the <laughs> stupidest fashion trend i've ever seen in my life please, oh, man please talk to my what I, they're not official skinny jeans they're like regular fit well i mean but then I've, they taper I've, down I've to put my pants on that aren't skinny jeans but once they get on me they are skinny jeans yeah that's that's you know i so i know what you but mean but you know a man that's six foot nine hundred five pounds with toothpicks his legs <laughs> and then they're tied around my ankles yeah 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 there's an issue and i don't like them. i don't they're see how you get your foot through them well, you just you end. just bar down <laughs> <laughs> you, you just went, yeah i mean i'm not what you holler at your wife say bring me a vice grips in here i was at a place you uh, was not i was <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you <laughs> i was at a place not too long ago they just happened to cut hair at this place and uh i walked in <laughs> and uh they was a young boy getting a perm yeah getting a perm p-e-r-m <laughs> wait me hold on they grabbed these mullets out. That's these exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was perming his mullet. Perming the mullet. Yeah, man. I but got but, but listen, but listen. If I went off. But Danny, if I was a hairstylist and oh you came up God. to Beefy's hairstyles and styles and hairstyles, <laughs> and, and, and your boy wants to give me $80 for me to put some curls in the, and three inches of hair on the back of his head, <laughs> I'm going to take your money. 
Well, yeah, I don't yeah. blame the yeah. guy for making his money. Yeah. I blame the young boy for wanting a perm. Uh, that and his mom and dad. That's going to look good on you, son. Yeah. You put them marriots on and that belt buckle, the belt buckle of justice, and man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I'd do if that was my young, and I'd catch him sleep and cut it off. You would I guarantee What would you do if Brody come down and said, Daddy, I want to grow one of them mullets. You know what I'd do? And then, this is God's honest truth. And then, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> and then you said, Son, I don't want you to have one of them. Them look stupid. And then he goes through the yearbook and says, But, Daddy, you had one. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, baby. <laughs> we all had one, but listen. It wasn't a mullet, though. Now, Danny, it I was had a rat tail. I had a mullet. Yeah, but we didn't have enough money to get a perm. Again, though, Beefy, these are teenagers. I was in elementary school when I had my spiked hair and my long hair in the back. <laughs> didn't know any better. I, was in, I, went, I had a mullet all the way up to the sixth or seventh grade. I know you did. With them shingles shaved inside of my did, head. Did you have a perm? Huh? No, mine was naturally See? mine was naturally curly once it got so long. <laughs> oh, you had that good hair. Yeah. <laughs> you got that good hair, that boy does. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean everybody went goes through that. But I was in elementary school, right. and then in middle school we Danny's got, justifying. I'm trying to justify it. But now in in middle school we got to where we'd shave the Nike sign in the back. Or Ty Edwards started yeah. that. Actually, yeah. I remember a guy named Robbie Purdue that had a, a swirl that went all the way around his head. Oh yeah, that, I worked with him, and I and I asked, and, and I hadn't seen him in years. Yeah. And I'd seen him, and I was like, "Man, do you remember that?" He's like, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, it didn't help. It didn't hurt you from getting all the girlfriends you had." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, I got a lot of girlfriends back then." <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand a teenage boy getting a perm. Me I gotta neither. make it look just so. So give me a perm. I understand. I mean, I understand that these kids want to be cool, and they don't want to be made fun of, and they don't want to be bullied, and 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 I understand parents try every way in the world to keep. You know, their kids in the best clothes and and all that, this, that, and the other. But a $300 pair of boots for an 11-year-old boy is ridiculous. That's stupid. I mean, it really is, man. Get on Amazon. We just plugged in Amazon. We'll take $9 <laughs> if you want to. Or just knock some off for them batteries that I just bought. I bought batteries for my uh, uh, security cameras. Oh, They're yeah. little. Uh, uh, Probably $50 a piece, wasn't it? No, it was crazy. You know, yeah, we, we went to shop local yeah. and, and find these batteries, and they was $5 a piece for oh, one yeah. battery. Oh, man. They're like a, a smaller than a, a – they're shorter than a AAA, but they're as big as round as a C battery. Oh, it's yeah. weird. That's, that's what my weird battery. That's what my camera – some of my cameras take. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, back to the uh, – we live in the time that we want our children to have things that we never had. Yeah. But there is a way to talk to your kids and say, honey, really look at that. Do you really want your hair to look like that? Do you really want to be falling out of your dress? No, Yeah. Not only that, but, you know, uh, it, and more than likely, if my if my girls take after my side of the family, they're going to be very well endowed in the chest region. Mm-hmm. You know, mommy would always say Dolly Parton ain't got nothing on me. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, there's there has to be a way that and i know my wife could easily you know little kelsey is just like tamra yeah she's quiet and but mckenna oh lord she's just like me yeah yeah. i mean i'm i'm they say you pay for your raising or whatever it is yeah Yeah, i'm paying because son that young and is wild yeah but i'll bust her hind in and she knows it too oh yeah that right there is the number one thing that has been taken out of the home absolutely and i and, and i'm going to tell you that uh 
You don't have to beat your kids. No. But you can give. Them. My mommy gave me a look. Uh huh. And when she gave me that look, you knew. I knew. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to develop that look with McKenna. <coughs> Uh, we turned her head for a second. She was 150 yards from the house in the road oh, two God. days ago, oh, two or God. three days ago. Oh, my God. And when I screamed and hollered at her, she knew. Yeah. There was fear in my voice. Yeah. And anger. Yeah. And here she come. And I I took my hand and I busted her butt. I hit her two good times on the yep. butt cheeks. I don't blame you a bit, Beefy. And then uh, she cried like you killed her favorite puppy. Mm-hmm. And, and then for... 30 minutes, she kept walking up to me crying. Yeah. I'm sorry, daddy. Yeah. And that melts you. you it know. does. My boy's same yeah. way. Yeah. You know? and, and, and then all, all you can do is look at them and say, are you mad? And this is what I did to her. I said, are you mad at daddy? Yeah, I'm mad because you, yeah. <laughs> you whooped. So yeah, she whoop says, it. I'm mad because you whooped me. It's hard and to I take. said, honey, I have to whoop you. Why? Mm-hmm. And I said, because you, so I, and I always tell her this, I say, honey, you're so pretty yeah. that somebody would steal you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she understands that. And I yeah. said, I don't want you too far out of my sight. Uh-huh. And she understands. I mean, she, she, she'll she be four in a few days, but uh, she. I'm same way. Uh, but another thing is, is the uh, the discipline in your children, of course, number one. You don't have to beat your kids or, or do anything stupid. You got to get the bluff on them. But, yeah, that's the main thing is get that bluff on them. I've got the bluff on my boys. Uh, I've, <laughs> I have uh, – we've had to whoop our boys before, you know, and it kills me. Yeah. Because every, every lick I give them, I thank God. I think of the, every, them in the hospital. Everything. And uh, my boys are pretty spoiled. Yeah. I, I'll admit it. They get pretty much anything. Thing they want. So do mine. But just like you said, there's a tone in my voice, and that's all it takes anymore. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. When I get a tone, they know, hey, it's go time. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. We better stop whatever we're doing. Yep. You know, and uh we are a big fan of grounding our boys when they do something wrong. McKenna mentioned being grounded. We've never grounded her. Oh yeah. She told me this tonight. She said when I get big, so what she, what she, she was like, I'll tell her, I'll say, like, she'll be doing something, and I'll be laying around on the couch or in the bed, and I'll say, come and see me. And she yeah. knows that that means to come and get up in, in the bed or on yeah. the couch and lay with me and hug me. Yeah. And I'll say, McKenna, come and see me. Uh-huh. And she'll come in there and jump up there on there and start talking to me, and she'll hold my face and oh, look at me and talk to me. Bless her heart. And she said, when I get big, <laughs> she said, I'll whoop you, <laughs> and you'll not tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, I had I was trying to tell her no matter how big you get, she kept interrupting me because she is my child, and I interrupt everybody. <laughs> but uh, uh, and I, finally, I, I told her, I was like, look at me. And she looked at me, and I said, uh, no matter how big you get, you'll always be my baby. That's what I tell my boys. And uh, and and she was like, but when I get big, I'll whoop you, and you not yeah. tell me. My boys tell me that actually told me the same thing the other day. They was like, Daddy, when I get big and get my own house, I'll play games all day if I want to. And I looked at them, I say, you know, when you get big, I can hit harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you can't, Daddy. Yeah, yeah I can. But uh, I've completely... Got the bluff over on my boys. I, I, you know, that may sound a little, little uh, arrogant or whatever, but uh, for right for now, I'll say, yeah, it just takes a tone. Yeah, you know, when I get 
serious, they and, know it. And another thing, too, to add on to this discipline, your children, teach them. <laughs> yeah. Teach them. Tell them why they're getting whipped. Right. That, that's the thing. That's you, what I do. You know, that you have to tell them why they're being disciplined. Yeah. You have to teach. Mm-hmm. I, like you were saying that uh, you were sitting there at Subway. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you said you were sitting there at Subway and uh, spending $12 for a foot-long sandwich. It's a dollar an inch now. <laughs> but uh, uh, you're sitting there and this lady come out with her child. And do you know how long, how old the lady was by looking at her? Do you remember? Well, the girl, was. I'd say she was in her mid to late 30s. Okay. More than likely, that was that child's grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, then, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and as Danny Potter would say, I'm going to tie this back into it. Yeah. But you've got grandparents now mm-hmm. that are... young that are in their 30s that should be the mother yeah that should be the mother of this child but they're still wild they're still wild absolutely still living at home oh god (laughs) (laughs) they're (laughs) they're still wild and still living at home and then their daughter or son has made this child and their daughter and son ain't probably 16 yeah they don't know. 16, 17-year-old. And then they've had a child, mm-hmm. and that child's 10, 12 years old. Well, no, I'd be five. <laughs> but, but I mean, and, and I often I think about, and I hope they don't listen. Well, I hope everybody listens to the podcast, but I hope they don't take it personal. But I remember um, when we were in sixth grade, I said this on a previous podcast, there were two girls when we were with the summer they were pregnant by the end of sixth mm-hmm. grade, yeah. and they had their children by uh, <coughs> by the beginning of the seventh grade year. Yeah, and then one of those girls uh, has completely changed. She got on drugs and stuff, and, yeah. and was in bad shape, and you'd have never thought. And she's younger than us. Yeah. She's forty one. She was one of the babies in our class. Uh-huh. I call them the babies. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she uh, she's changed her whole life. Thank God, and got a job and doing wonderful. Yeah. I'm proud. Every time I see her, I just tell her about how proud I am of her. And, and I'm sure she hears it all the time, but uh, I, I really, really, really am proud of her. I mean, she yeah. could be dead or in jail. And a lot of well, times I've seen her in jail. But her daughter that she had at the end of sixth grade, now you're, what, 11, 12 years old? Mm-hmm. She was 12 when she had her first child. That's unbelievable. That it, I mean, that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So her little girl had her first child at 16 or 17. So you take that. That puts her, let's say she was 16, that puts her mother at 27 being a grandma. <laughs> That's crazy. 27 to year think old. About that. Now this this woman, she's our age. Mm-hmm. This woman was a grandmother by 27 years old, but she was still wild and on drugs. Yeah. And all this stuff. Now, this girl, 11 years younger than her mother, yeah. or 11 or 12 years younger than her mother, if I ain't mistaken, <clears throat> her baby is pregnant. Oh. That, one of her youngest, because she had one at like 16. Well, that's, they got to break that cycle. <laughs> and, and, and that, to me, that goes hand in hand in teaching your children. You know, like discipline them, teach them. Don't let them wear skimpy, whorish, and I'm just being blunt, 
horse outfits. And I, I mean, I'm very protective over my daughters yeah. because I know how boys are. I oh, am I, one. I am one. That, 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 that's I've what been I, there. I've yeah, done that, that. I say it all the lines. Yeah, that's 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 what I that's what I try to you know tell my boys. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, you guys will never do nothing that I've never done. Never. And they never. don't understand that. Landon's 14 and Austin's 12. Yeah. And and I can and when if if something ain't right, I can walk in the room or whatever, and I can tell I know who did it, how they did it, yeah, and when they did it, uh-huh. and they're like their jaws drop. Yeah, <laughs> they're amazed. Yeah, and they're and I'm and I tell way. them I'm like, you don't think that I'm not done this <laughs> yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. Uh-huh. you know? Uh, uh, McKenna's a picky eater. Yeah, like crazy picky. She will not eat meat. And I buy her uh, certain cereals because she she she'll eat cereal, she'll eat macaroni and cheese. She likes macaroni and tomato juice. She loves French fries. She took a bite of a hot dog the other day and it blew my mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, she took a little nibble off a piece of bacon and it blew my mind. Hmm. And she when we she's hmm. in the ha- I want a Happy Meal stage now. Yeah. She thinks there's a McDonald's in Jackson County. Oh, I wish there was, <laughs> yeah. you know. But she just wants that prize. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll tell her you have to eat your chicken nuggets, which we know she'll only eat. We did eat, the same thing. We, she, we know she'll only eat one, and most of the time it's the bread around it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she just won't eat meat. Now, I can walk. I bought. Uh, they had uh, at Kroger. Kroger. We want a little uh, <laughs> funding from you for saying your name on our podcast. But we. I went to Kroger. I'm, I'm a tightwad, and I look at deals all the time. They had boxes of cereal for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. So, I know that uh, anything chocolate, they'll eat it at the house. So I bought like three or four boxes of Reese's Pieces. Uh, I don't know if you tried that cereal. Oh yeah, it's good. It's pretty good stuff. It's really good. Like, Tear your I, mouth I, up though. Yeah, but, but I like I could eat the whole box it's if, good if stuff. I wasn't a diabetic. Probably one of my favorite. Yeah, ones. it's one of the best ones out there right yeah. now. So I got some cinnamon toast crunch uh-huh. for really McKenna. Walk. I get off work this morning. Walk in there. And I see the cinnamon toast crunch box has been out. And I had to go to work early last night. Yeah. And uh, uh, <clears throat> so I see it's out, and I'm like, Landon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Landon's been in it, and there ain't hardly none left. Mm-hmm. So I grab it, and literally it was a full box. <whistles> and stuff like that burns me up. Yeah. And and uh, so tonight at the dinner table, uh, Tamara made uh, quesadillas, uh-huh. chicken quesadillas, and I made... Me and McKenna, some macaronis and tomato juice. Yeah. Because she won't, she won't eat that stuff. And yeah. she, she's like, I don't like that. So I'm like, if you take one bite, I'll let you play on the phone. Yeah, yeah. So I knew if I could get that macaroni in her mouth, she'd eat it. <laughs> yeah. And I only had maybe seven macaronis yeah. on the on the plate. And uh, I, I get like a, a, a baby helping of the uh, noodles, but... A ton of the tomato stuff in there because yeah. it don't do my sugar that bad. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> she eat it or whatever, and I'm just sitting there looking. I said, uh, "I said, who's been in the cinnamon toast crunch?" And I'm looking at Landon. Yeah. And he raised his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you eating that?" <laughs> I said, "You don't like that, remember?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh. "And I said, now the last time I bought it, you didn't like it. Yeah. You don't like that." 
I was like, why are you eating it? That's your sister's cereal, dude. Mm. I bought 17 boxes of Reese's Pieces <laughs> yeah. for you. To, and then I look over there, and there's none of it left. And yeah. I bought this stuff this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good I, I, I'm saying, well, I don't like for our boys to founder on a bunch of junk food. We we limit their sugar intake and their well, junk you food. You can't limit bad. nothing. You can't limit nothing at the house because Tamara goes to bed with the chickens, with the with the girls. Yeah. And the boys are at that age where they'll stay up 10, 30, 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Oh, and, I'm sure it'll be and I'm, that I'm, way I'm, here and, too. And, and I'm leaving to go to work yeah. because it's we, I work third shift. Mm-hmm. So that's when they go to scrounging around. What yeah. do you do? Wait America, till daddy's gone. America, tell me what I need to do. Yeah. I need yeah. to hook electric fence up. <laughs> put a padlock yeah, on put the refrigerator. Put a padlock on the refrigerator. <laughs> but no, nah, man. I, I tell, we tell the boys that uh, because just like you, we automatically know when, when they've done something or something ain't right. And uh, I tell them, I was like, you know, the Lord gave parents the ability to know when you're lying yep. or know when you've done something wrong. McKenna is really, lying. Daddy? Yeah, I'm like, McK- absolutely. McKenna is lying left and right. right. We've caught, uh, let's see, now, which I told, one I told you a few episodes ago that she, she said, what the heck? Yeah. And then the other night she said, hell. Yeah. I was laying on, when I told her to come in there and see me, she got yeah. on the couch with me and she said, what the hell's? Yeah. And I said, what? What the hell's? Yeah. And I'm like, why are you saying that? Where uh-huh. did you hear that? On the phone? Kids, you too, man. I don't have it on my phone, and I took it off Tamara's phone. Yeah. But the young and it's three and knows how to go to Safari and pull it up. That's crazy, ain't it? Burns me up. We 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 try our best to monitor what our boys watch and what they the games that they play, but there's so much out there, and it's so easily accessible, you can't catch it all. But uh, and know. I'm scared to death that uh, that my youngins would be. Uh, one of the of which I mean I don't think they'll be pedophiles or nothing like that, but it's scary because well, the people that are like that I don't think they just wake up one day and no, decide they don't. To do that. They don't, and you just because you can't monitor everything, you don't know what they're watching. That scares me. To it death. scares me to death too. You know, all you can do is hope and pray and raise them with the best way that you can, yeah. and don't let them dress like sluts. <laughs> yeah, Amen. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but anyway, I guess that's it. Ain't that it, Beef? I believe it is. That's it, folks. That's what's Hope up for my- Oh, I wanted to remind everybody uh, real quick here that uh, the podcast is growing leaps and bounds, Beefy. Uh, I mentioned this a while ago, but we are being heard in these countries. The United States. Singapore. Uh-uh. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Singapore. United Kingdom. India. Canada. Australia. Bosnia and Herzegovina. The Philippines, France, Nepal, Germany, New Zealand, and Denmark. That's, That's awesome. kind of mind blowing, man. That this podcast is reaching that far. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, well, they can't even understand what we're saying, but it translates yeah. it over there automatically. But check uh, check this out. Uh, I want to mention this too. Uh, I'd forgot I forgot about this, but we've got a local lady in our uh, community that needs a, a yeah, kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she needs a, a kidney. Um. So Tanya Huff, she's a school teacher at Tyner Elementary. Um, the the little thing that I have here that says, if you have two healthy kidneys, 
and you're an O negative or an O positive blood type, you could help save her life. Imagine that. Tanya is 40 years old and has been diagnosed with end-stage renal failure, and now she needs a kidney transplant to survive. Tanya is a loving wife, mother, Christian, and a kindergarten teacher. Tanya's renal failure has been caused by a very rare kidney disease called Fibrilia. I have no clue, or <laughs> uh, but it's called FGN. Yeah. And uh, it, it has been no fault of her own, so she hasn't done anything that's caused this. It's just a disease that she just happened to get, and it's caused her kidneys to quit. Because kidneys donated by a living person last twice as long than a deceased donor's, kidneys from a deceased donor uh, typically only last 10 years. So we definitely want Tanya to have uh, a kidney that's going to last the rest of her life. Yeah. And they have a higher risk of being rejected by recipients if um, from then a, a deceased person than a living person. Uh, believe it or not, Tanya, I am a... O positive, but I have diabetes and I have yeah. kidney issues yeah. because of diabetes, or I would gladly give you one of my kidneys. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening and, and you can <clears throat> keep a diabetic kidney, holler at me. <laughs> uh, you can definitely have one of mine. Uh, but uh, Tanya's immediate family members and spouses are not able to donate to, due to different, different medical issues. Her brother Trenton has also got diabetes. Uh, but Tanya's life goals are to continue teaching continue growing in a relationship with the Lord and being a loving grandmother to her future grandchildren. Mm. Kidney donation surgery, surgery is typically performed uh, laparoscopically, whatever that means, with minimal scarring and recovery time. So yeah. basically it doesn't leave a big scar. Yeah, they do the actual surgery from outside the body just with tools. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is no cost to you if you are a O negative or an O positive type blood there's no cost to you. All testing and procedures are paid for by Tanya's insurance. Mm -hmm. Donors return to a normal lifestyle in two weeks or less. Yeah. If you're interested in donating, please, donating, please send a text message to 606-594-2602 for more information. Now, folks, Danny just named all these different countries yeah. uh, that we're reaching out. And uh, I know that uh, as far as Kentucky, there's several counties, uh, several places here in Kentucky that listen. I know we got some uh, listeners in Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, these just to name a few that I know. If you know anyone that uh, that would love to save a life, and, yeah. and I mean honestly, it can um, come from anywhere. Yeah, it can come from anywhere. Um, and you're an O negative or O positive, please call or send a text to six zero six five nine four. 2602 for more information and if you're that uh, if you're that person that wants to help uh, Tanya uh, just tell her that you heard this on uh, what's up world podcast yeah. and, and yeah. you and you uh, uh, and let us know um, you know if uh, if you are that person that uh, that wants to help her and and if everything you know if everything falls through um, not falls through if everything goes good I'm sorry if everything goes good and you're able to do that uh, and you may possibly be a local person or not, we would like to have you on the podcast either here or via telephone call. If yeah. you're in Denmark and you can do this, or if you're in, what was it, Scanda, Canavia, or... Herzegovina. <laughs> Herzegovina, or Canada, for that matter. Anywhere. Anywhere in the world that that you guys are listening to, and you are a zero or a O negative zero, O negative or O positive blood type, 
and uh, you're willing to uh, to try to help, uh, please yeah. contact that number. Contact us here at What's Up World. Yeah. Uh, contact, message us on Facebook. Yeah, message us on Facebook. Uh, you know mine and Danny's name. Uh, hopefully you're friends with us on Facebook. Just uh, send us a big shout out. Uh, send us a private message, and we can uh, – contact them for you yeah absolutely but uh that's a that's a big deal great to give somebody life yeah i mean put your put yourself in her position for a minute to prolong her life so she can definitely uh she's 40 now tanya i don't know if that's right or not if you're listening if i ain't mistaken you're older than i am i'm just kidding i'm kidding tanya you know how i am but uh i mean that's a very very serious thing and and, uh I, i am an o positive blood type and I wish that I could do something, but uh, diabetes is definitely keeping me from doing that. Danny doesn't have blood; he has uh, rage right through <laughs> yeah. his veins. Yes, <laughs> and it boils. Yeah, he has boiling, boiling rage. Boiling rage. And you don't need that because no. you're a sweetheart. It'd but make you uh, too, too we big. love you, Tanya. And uh, uh, first of all, definitely going to be praying for you. Praying yeah. the. You know, God can heal you, and you won't even need that. Absolutely. And uh, I'm just I'm just dumb enough to believe that God can heal you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to hear good news that uh, God's God's healed you, or that God has prepared a way for you to get a kidney. Yeah. Uh, any uh, you know any and all proceeds uh, like uh, this says it won't cost you nothing. But uh, just let us know. Um, reach out to us and let us know. You know if if things are going good. If not, we would we can uh, say this on more podcasts we can actually make a commercial and and have it air yeah. on every episode until we uh, uh hear the good news that you're going to get a kidney yeah and that's what's up that's world. what's up world J Deals, 7416 Highway 421 North, open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6. You can give us a call at 606-614-5876. We have new inventory every Thursday, and check us out on Facebook at A&J Deals for updates daily. Again, that's A&J Deals, open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6 in beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky, 606-614-5876.